Name of Game Podcast. This is Name of Game Podcast.com. This is episode 126. Back in this bitch. I'm the MC, the Master of Ceremonies. This is Name of Game Podcast.com. Make sure you guys stay tuned in directly at Name of Game Podcast.com. Or all major platforms. Let's go. Okay, so recently, uh, yesterday or today, Jorge Masvidal, he was on a podcast. I can't remember specifically which one it was. But he was asked, who does he want next as an opponent? He called out, obviously, the champion. But he said that he wants to break Conor McGregor's face. I thought this was interesting because people that are uh, commentators of fights or they're in the game, they're, they're fighters themselves or they're uh, major fans, they know this for a fact that styles make fights. I feel like this fight would go crazy. Jorge Masvidal versus Conor McGregor. It's Masvidal first McGregor. Honestly, I think it would end up on the ground. I feel like the fight wouldn't end in a a striking KO just because of their body weights. And I I, I just don't see them knocking each other out like that, even though he knocked out Ben Askren. But I see it going to the ground with a grounded pound. And I'm going to tell you right now, there's not a lot of fights that I'm excited in seeing. And especially seeing Conor McGregor fight anybody. But I would love to see Jorge Masvidal put the knee to Conor McGregor's face. Hopefully Conor McGregor has the nuts to respond to his challenge basically. Because when he was on this podcast discussing who he wants to fight next. He said he wants to break his fucking face. That's a fight that could be made. That's a fight that's major. But who knows, a lot of people in the comments were saying that Conor McGregor would never take that fight. He would just talk shit. I don't see Conor McGregor winning that fight. And neither does Jorge Masvidal. I'm not hyping him up just because he hit Ben Askren with the knee. I feel like he's on his square. He's on his game. He's ready to uh, finish his career out. And he's trying to get a belt. That's basically what he's saying. Uh... Back to Ben Askren, he's the new fucking uh, CM Punk of the UFC. Fucking 0-2. Everybody knows he didn't win that fight against Robbie Lawler. But at least he admitted to defeat like a real man. So he's at least got that going for him. Um, I think it's time in the UFC is over. I don't want to see Ben Askren fight again. Just like I don't want to see CM Punk fight. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Moving along. I don't know exact. I can't remember off the top of my head what the platform was. It might have been TMZ Sports. It might have been some somebody else. Um, they spoke to Andy Ruiz Jr. and they were asking him what basically what his demands are for the next fight. Anthony Joshua said he wants the fight to be in the UK. Andy Ruiz Jr. basically explained that he was the champion, so he's calling the shots. He wants to fight in New York or Mexico or possibly Las Vegas or in L.A. at the Staples Center. He basically said it as nice as he possibly could. Class act. Shout out to 
Andy Ruiz Jr. I don't see Anthony Joshua winning the rematch. If you guys went off the looks, okay, of course. You guys probably would choose that guy, but go look at this guy's training videos, this guy's sparring videos, this guy's fights. I'm not going to lie and sit here and act like I know who the fuck this guy was before this fight. But I'm definitely interested in seeing him fight again. I don't think that uh, Anthony Joshua has the heart or the nutsack at this point to come back from this. Andy Ruiz Jr. is going to be a champion for a long time. Let's go. Let's go. All right, moving along. After uh, This is episode 126. At episode 130, we're going to go on a 70-day 70 70 day campaign, and it's nonstop. Um, my plan was to not take the year off from 2019. We did a long stretch. Uh, I had a vacation. I had some time off. I had to deal with stuff in the real world. But after episode 130, we're doing another, uh, not another, but this is our 70 day campaign until we get to episode 200. And we're going to definitely do something special for that. I appreciate everybody that's been tuning in, listening in. Just stay tuned, man. I'm coming with the shits. Let's move along. R. Kelly, he was arrested on federal sex charges. Everybody knows who R. Kelly is. I don't need to tell you who he is. He was arrested in Chicago on Thursday night on federal sex crime charges just months after he was charged at the state level with abuse and aggravated sexual assault. The 13-count indictment brought by the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Northern District of Illinois, includes charges of child pornography, enticing a minor to engage in a criminal sexual activity, and obstruction of justice. Said Joseph Fitzpatrick, he's an assistant for the U.S. Attorney for the District. Federal Prosecutors in Brooklyn unsealed a separate five-count indictment against Kelly on Friday, accusing Kelly of, among other things, leading a racketeering enterprise for two decades, dating from 1999 and continuing as recently as February 2018. According to a letter filed by Richard P. Donahue, the U.S. Attorney for the Eastern District of New York, with the court on Friday... Kelly part- uh, R. Kelly participated during that time in the sexual exploitation of children, coercing and transporting women and girls underage to engage in illegal sexual activity, kidnapping and forced labor. So I don't, I don't know what the fuck that means. He was making these little girls clean his house and shit. Forced labor. For years, his staff, managers, bodyguards, drivers and personal assistants recruited women and underage girls as sexual partners for Kelly. So, I mean, shit, like every, a lot of people have been saying, these people need to get charged as well. His, his business uh, partners, his bodyguards, managers, drivers, personal assistants, they need to get in trouble for this shit too because they were helping it go on. For the most part, they have a lot of evidence. Uh, the prosecutors say the sexual activities were often filmed and photographed. If convicted on all counts, Kelly faces decades in prison. I mean, let's keep it let's keep it real for one second. Let's take a break from continuing on. If if you guys threw Bill Cosby in jail, right? R. Kelly should definitely be in jail right now. Let's make that shit clear. 
And and not one is better than the other, but I'll tell you, fucking R. Kelly is a fucking just as much of a scumbag if uh, fucking Bill Cosby really did what they say he did. R. Kelly appeared in federal court Friday in Chicago for the brief hearing on the New York indictment. The Associated Press reported Kelly has been held at the high-rise Metropolitan Correctional Center in downtown Chicago, where he will remain there at least until a hearing scheduled for Tuesday. I mean, shit, we expected it. He probably knew it was going to happen. I mean, shit, he might as well... He might as well kill himself, to be honest. I know it sounds fucked up, but shit, I don't see it going good for him. If he could fucking weasel his way out of this one, we'll see. But once once the federal indictments start coming down, then that's when you don't really... It's not really going to go good for him, period. What is it, a 97, 98% conviction rate for the... Federal indictments, federal court cases. Crazy, man. Um, Not too much else to say besides he should fucking kill himself or fucking... uh, I don't know. That wouldn't even uh, give anybody else any type of closure. So he should rot in jail, though, respectively. Let's go. Moving along, moving along. This is Name of Game Podcast. Nameofgamepodcast.com That's the best place to stay tuned in For the latest episode In media Moving along Lamar Odom He was uh, recently cut From the big three He was playing in the big three league You guys don't know what that is It's Ice Cube's uh, Three on three basketball league Where he has Former professional players Play in this league on different teams like a half court type of situation. Um, Lamar Odom says he's extremely disappointed after being cut from the Big Three Basketball League, saying that he first learned about the move on social media and not from Ice Cube. So that's the worst, right? It's like players learn they get traded off the internet and they don't even hear it from the actual source. As the most you have heard on the Big Three decided to deactivate me for the remainder of the 2019 season, he said. I respect Ice Cube and the other league executives. However, I'm extremely disappointed with the way this was handled. Besides the embarrassment, it's disappointing to read on IG that this decision has been made, especially without sharing it with myself or my manager. In his statement, Odom acknowledges that he wasn't in his prime shape for game one, but he says he was told he would have time to get stronger and he was hoping to showcase his talents in game four this weekend in Rhode Island where he played his college ball. The Rhode Island game that is happening tomorrow was the game I was looking forward to the most as many people know this is where it all started for me. Despite with issues being cut, Odom thanked Ice Cube and Big Three. Um, he was cut. Ice Cube spoke. I, I believe it was to CMZ. They caught him uh, walking in the airport or wherever the fuck he was at. And he kept it real. He said, uh, we don't want any players in this league that are not prepared to perform, basically, or that they have health issues. And I mean, to be honest, you guys should have known it was a risk taking Lamar Odom, 
Lamar Odom on at this point, knowing his history. So, if he was, in fact, told that he would have time to get in shape and get it together, but I, I don't even think it was just a case of him not being able to perform. Maybe he was late. Maybe there was some other shit going on. Um, because just him being there and playing, even if he wasn't doing a good job, I don't think that's enough to cut him from the league. Um, but yeah, man, Ice Cube kept it real. Whatever, it's a business. It's not uh, personal. And he said that uh, he worries about Lamar Odom all the time because that's his guy. Um, I, to be honest, I was surprised to see that Lamar Odom would uh, jump back into basketball. I didn't think I would see it happen. Never was a big fan, but everybody knows what went on with him, with him overdosing and just all that shit. Whatever the fuck it was, he was at that brothel overdosing and fucking hookers and all this crazy shit. But yeah, man, maybe Lamar Odom should, should get into business or something else. I think his basketball days are over at this point. If you're being cut from the big three, I think your game is over. Shout out to my worldwide listeners. Make sure you guys go over to anchor.fm slash name dash of dash game. And you guys can go leave me a voice comment talking about whatever topic that I've spoken about on this show. If you guys disagree, you agree, come leave me a message, man. I'll play it on the show. This is the MC, the master of ceremonies. This is Name of Game Podcast. I'm signing out for the day. Make sure you guys go check out nameofgamepodcast.com. Let's go. Just pretend in this fucked up life we're in Pay attention when I tell you something that I recommend Not stepping without weapons if it's stepping in If you ain't beefing with me then turn the other direction in I give a fuck when I'm representing is what I mentioned I write raps when I'm shitting I wrote them in detention back in elementary I knew I had the skills to make it They discriminated and hated it but I'm getting faded Hustling hard, gotta make it Fuck all that fake shit Tell me what you sell your soul Just to get paid is impossible Obstacles, I'm trouble right over these bitches And keeping them moving, I stroke And you know, I'ma eat till I'm full When I die, fuck it, I wanna go to hell Cause I'm a piece of shit, it ain't hard to fucking tell It don't make sense going to heaven with the goody goodies Dressed in white, I like black Tims and black hoodies When I die, fuck it, I wanna go to hell Yeah. 
chance that I could. Gotta hustle hard, I'ma make it with the rap shit. That's it, never asked to quit. Whether I'm fat or fit, bitch, I'ma stack a grip, smoke a second sip. I got enemies that don't even know it. You wrote yourself some rap songs and called yourself a poet. That ain't poetry, that's being gay openly. It's GD, bitch, who the fuck you supposed to be? I rock a hoodie, Trevon Martin, I'm still starting. No justice is no peace, homie, I promise. You couldn't fuck with me, homie, so just try again. You couldn't cross me over if your name was Alan Iverson. I'm smoking marijuana every day, and that's the plan. Till I'm gone, I'm the man. Put that money in my hand. Keep ripping these stages, broke out of them cages. Keep turning the pages in the game for the money, not the fame. But if it came shit, don't you think that things would change a bit? Don't you think that it's too late to quit? Sometimes it's some days I just wanna walk away. Shit. When I die, fuck it, I wanna go to hell. Cause I'm a piece of shit, it ain't hard to fucking tell. It don't make sense going to heaven with the goody goodies dressed in white. I like black Tims and black hoodies. When I die, fuck it, I wanna go to hell.